Hello, and welcome to Health and Fitness Redefined. I'm your host, Anthony Amen. Join me today as we take a dive into the world of health and fitness, where we learn how to overcome adversity, depict fact versus fiction, and see health and fitness in a whole new light. Today, we have a special guest on, John. John is the CEO, are you ready for this, of Athletic Brewing Company. I know a lot of you guys watching this right now are like, oh my God, that's the beer you drink during almost every episode. Yes, it's true. So I'm super excited to do this. I absolutely love what he's done with the company. I want to know his story. I'm sure you guys want to know it too. So John, welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks very much for having us. And yeah, super excited to share the story. Um, one little correction. So Bill, Bill Schufelt is the original founder and uh, CEO, as it were. I'm the, the other co-founder and I'm the head brewer guy. So uh, that's even just- better. The head, we got the head brewer on <laughs> the, the production side, but yes, yeah, like to be here. Thank you. Uh, I'm super excited, man. I want to hear, I guess, tell us from Bill's perspective, because he said he was the original one who founded it. Tell him why he started the company, how you got involved and let's hear it. I'm excited. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, um, you know, way back in, in Bill's history, Bill was a, a busy hedge fund manager type and, you know, living a pretty wild life trading in the European market and the Asian markets and US markets. And, you know, life, as you can imagine, was super busy and stressful in that, um, in that workplace. So, you know, that was busy. And there were after hours engagements that you're kind of like required to go to. And all during that, he was like on a journey to improve the quality of his life and be a little more mindful about you know, how he spent his days. And, you know, I think in that he decided that alcohol didn't have a place in that life. You know, if he wanted both things or but wanted to prioritize the health and wellness aspect. So he cut alcohol out by choice and was just super psyched about everything that was evolving in his life. And, you know, the positivity that came of it from relationships to functionality to activity and, you know, the way he was able to perform in training and whatnot. So the one thing that he was missing was a good beer. Um, And he did love beer. And he also loved the occasions that surround beer and, you know, having a drink with friends. Um, A lot of times he would, you know, you can imagine like non-alcoholic beers were always considered like the penalty box beer. And so if you, if, you were the, yeah, if, if you were the one that ordered that, that beer, all your friends were like, oh, geez, what's wrong with this guy? And you, you know, you're the butt of many jokes. So, <laughs> you know, I think long story short is that he wanted to dream up this company that destigmatized non-alcoholic beer, made a fantastic product out of, you know, using a method that was unique and new and innovate in a segment that hadn't been innovated in or paid any attention to in decades. And meanwhile, you know, build community and friendships and just create general positivity. So that's kind of, that's interesting because I'm going to talk from a little bit, my perspective growing up where I was heavily involved in that party life once upon a time, but you're right. The only non-alcoholic option that I was aware of was the duels. And it was the butt of the joke, we're going to sit here and all sip in our duels and then throw up later because we're so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no. So, you know, it was like, you know, the rest of the world doesn't really have the stigma 
around non-alcoholic beer. It's, it's a pretty significant portion of a number of markets uh, throughout the world. And it's, it's a very normal thing for people to enjoy. And so, you know, why not here? And so that's kind of, that was the start of it. And eventually one day after doing a lot of research and business planning, um, Bill got the blessing from his wife to uh, throw caution to the wind, quit his super staple job and start up the country's first non-alcoholic brewery. Which that is was amazing. Only making non-alcoholic beer. <laughs> and so, you know, it, it took a long time to get to that point and a long time even more, you know, just to like build up the base of investors who would believe in our cause because there was no proof of concept. There was no track record of success of sales in the country. There was no like business model to model after. This was new. Um, so he did it and we met in 2017. Um, and I was, the, I was working in Santa Fe, New Mexico. I was a head brewer at a, a couple brew pubs down there. And, you know, we had been doing really well, but I had been looking for the next step in my career and was also kind of on a similar path to try to improve the quality of my own life. And um, so meeting Bill was super fortuitous and, you know, just awesome. And I learned the mission and it was a little bit of a shock at the beginning to hear that he was hiring for someone to run a non-alcoholic brewery. But I was like, you know, I, I get it. It makes, it makes sense. And I don't know why more people haven't done this yet. So uh, me and the family moved in September of 2017 to Connecticut. And that's when we signed a lease here in Stratford and started wow. homebrewing, basically. So you moved from New Mexico all the way out to Connecticut. Yep. Talk about a difference of people, a difference of climate. <laughs> Yeah. It's upside down, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I had grown up in, I, I grew up here in Connecticut. Um, I left at, at, at an early age. I left when I was 17 years old. Um, and at that time in my, in my life, I, I vowed to never return. Um, come to find out that later on in life when I became a father and in retrospect, I was like, oh, you know what? That's a fantastic place to raise children. Um, and so, and so, we, you know, we were kind of looking for a, a great place for our kids and to be around family, but yeah, I mean, totally different, totally different lifestyles, different food, different, you know, pace of, pace of work, uh, you know, very, very much go get them in the Northeast and very laid back in land of Minana out in New Mexico. Um, they both have their benefits, <laughs> but yeah, very, very different. Yeah, I, I, this is coming from a Long Island boy. So my born and raised just, it's this in New York, <laughs> same as Connecticut. And when you go down south and you're waiting in line for the grocery store, it's always that stigma. Like the person in front of you is going to have a 20 minute conversation with the cashier about how life is going. And you're just like, come on, I got to go. I got places to be. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So yeah, my, my 17 years in, in New Mexico, uh, you know, I think helped me build some patience and and help me slow down and appreciate the, the finer small things. Which is definitely healthier for us in the long run, which I think we need to take a yeah. step back in New York. <laughs> yes, no, I, 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 I agree entirely. So yeah, that's, 
kind of our story. And like from, from there, we, uh, we started from ground zero as far as brewing because we didn't want to do it the way it had been done for decades in the past. And so we kind of spent nine months um, developing our own process by way of home brewing in the warehouse. And then as the brewery was under construction, we started brewing in my garage. Um, and Bill would come up on the weekends or weekdays when he wasn't doing sales calls or you know, fundraising. And we would hand bottle, hand bottle in my garage. He would bring those bottles to like Whole Foods and Trader Joe's and local markets and be like, hey, you guys want to buy this, right? And uh, it turned out people did. Well, I want to I talk to you about that because I've homebrewed very, very amateurly. Like I've done it three times in my life and each time it's coming out just, I one time tried to make a 3% alcoholic beer and it came back 12 point, 12 and a half. I was like, well, I screwed something up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but how do you brew non-alcoholic beer? Because I, I, I know technically there's alcohol in them, correct? It's below a half a percent? Correct. So how does that process work, if you don't mind taking us a little through the back end of it? Yeah, so I mean, it, you know, traditionally speaking, it was always, there was vacuum distillation, you can, you know, brew a normal strength beer and then remove the alcohol via vacuum distillation, uh, reverse osmosis. If you really need to, you can boil it off because alcohol or, you know, is volatile at a much lower temperature. So we kind of didn't want to go that path. So basically we took the, just a normal brewing approach and tweaked the, you know, tweaked the recipe, tweaked the process, the temperatures, uh, you know, all the times in the process. And we, basically we have like this mosaic of changes in the traditional brewing process that allows us to have a fully fermented beer under a half a percent. That's pretty interesting. I would just want to know a little bit, athletic brewing. So for those that don't know, it's on the back of the can, you have the calories, you have the carbs, proteins, fats. It just gives you an idea of what's inside. And where did that name come from? And what made you take that approach of going more of the healthier, like this is the nutrition label on a beer because you never see that. So how did that come into play? Um, yeah, so the, I, I just know the backstory on it and because it, it predates me. So Bill had some friends that he was working with, and they're still our great friends and partners in, in the creative landscape, Fair Folk out of Boston. But they had, you know, they did this whole name search and this feel out, like, what is this brand going to be? What's the, what should it be? And Athletic was on the list. And I think at first it wasn't everybody's favorite, but then when it came down to it, what it evoked in people's lives and like what it stood for was everything that we wanted the company to be, which is positive, active, inclusive, engaging, and just a good, happy thing. Um, and so that's kind of where it came from. So we stuck with it and, um, yeah, it's a, in hindsight, like it's a super strong name and I love what it does for the category and for our community as well. Yeah, definitely. It does a lot. It makes you feel better drinking. I don't know if it's all psychological, but you just feel better because you're like, oh, look, it's athletic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, maybe it's, it is a non-alcoholic beer, but more importantly, it's an athletic and 
that means good. Absolutely. I got two important questions that are just burning in my mind. Just like, uh, the first one is what made you guys start? I know you do your two for trails program, which you donate to help uh, rebuild parks and help get involved in wildlife. So I want to know more about that. And then I want to know how the heck do you make them taste so good? Cause like I've said, I've had different NA beers and they're just horrible. Yeah. But that IPA, especially it's, it tastes very similar to the IPAs I'm usually drinking that are alcoholics. I want, I want to know both, and you can pick which one you want to go through first. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah, so the, uh, yeah, let's start with the beers because we're on process. But what it comes down to is that I think historically nobody had really paid the attention that non-alcoholic beer deserved, um, that craft beer does a great job of, which is showcasing the ingredients. Um, you know, just nobody had cared for a long time. Craft beer came along and they're like, Hey, guess what? All these malts, all these hops, they're super unique. Uh, they taste great. They're delicious. We have to showcase them. And that's what, you know, aside from community, I think that craft beer was built on flavor and people love flavor. And so kind of took that and we're like, you know, how do we showcase all of these same ingredients in the same way? And it's basically by doing nothing to them, um, just letting them be. And so, you know, we use all the same exact ingredients. Uh, we use an all-organic all base Vienna malt that's custom-made for us. We have all of our hops come from the Pacific Northwest and Germany and the UK. Um, and, you know, it's just like all the, all the great flavors that craft brewers are using, just in a different format. So, um, yeah, don't do anything differently basically. Um, so that's, that's the answer to that first one. And thank you. And uh, two for the trails is, yeah, just one of a, a couple of our impact programs that was there again from inception, where 2% of total sales from our company go directly to trail and park cleanup. Um, so, you know, this year we're donating upwards of $300,000 to trail and park cleanups. Um, wow. And so, yeah, I mean, really what that's about is what we want and what we're looking for is like that healthy, active, engaged lifestyle and supporting the environments in which we thrive um, and the environments that we enjoy and making sure that we can preserve and help maintain them for, you know, my kids and my kids' kids and so on and so forth. So, you know, we donate heavy and it's on a national level all the way down to a really local level. Um, and we do it all across the country and different, you know, team members can select where we're doing it next, how we do it with who, And um, it's pretty awesome. And then our team will actually go out there. This year is a little fuzzy just because of COVID, but you know, we'll all get out there and physically help uh, with the rehabilitation, you know, build a, rope fence, build a bridge, move boulders, clear wow. a trail, stuff like that. So it's pretty awesome. So you're taking that to the next step. You're just, you're actually going there. You're doing the work, not even just, I don't think companies are doing that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, you know, it's one of those things. It's like, it's, it's, it's super important to us. It's, it's core to our mission and people love it. And it, it's a great way to like get out. It's a great team building activity. It's like, you know, who doesn't love 
being outside of nature a little bit. So I think, you know, it, it's a win for the team. It's a win for the company. It's a win for the world. So it's pretty, it's pretty great. Yeah. I love that. And then what's the future coming for you guys? I mean, it's the new year. We're just starting 21. Where, where are you guys? What's your plans for this year? Where do you plan on taking the company? Can you give us any insight of where we're going? Yeah, for sure. So, uh, you know, it was a crazy 2020 for sure. Um, yeah. And we did a whole lot of um, groundwork building in that, in that quiet time. And we built our team up tremendously and we're hitting 2021 running, we're hoping. And basically the goal is to, you know, impact as many people's lives as we can in a positive manner. And also, you know, declare, you know, put our stake in the ground and be that, that non-alcoholic beer that people come to recognize. Like if you want a non-alcoholic beer, it's athletic. And so we've got a lot of work to do as far as like getting across and into the country. Um, you know, we're probably in 25 states right now and we'd love to be in all 50. So we're going to push hard and we've got both production breweries cranking, um, incredible teams that are ramping up production and uh, just diving deep. So we, you know, just hope to get out there and if we can raise that amount into for the trails and donate a million dollars, that would be incredible. You know, like that'd be the, insane. <laughs> the more we, the more we can do, the bigger impact we can have, and it's great for everybody. I I absolutely love that, and just kind of get the wrap up on this. What, you have any advice you can give our listeners? I mean, everyone listening to this, they want to get healthier, they want to work out more, they want to start eating better. You live and breathe this with this at the NA beer. So, what kind of advice can you give to people? And whatever you got, go for it. Um, yeah, you know, our, our tagline, which our, our, our tagline is without compromise. So brewing without compromise. And we do that. And I think that's how we attain, you know, a premium product, great in flavor, full experience of, you know, having drinks with a friend, having a drink by yourself, whatever it is, it's just a great product. And, you know, we put a lot of effort and a lot of love into it and it takes a whole lot from our team. And so just do everything without compromise. And, you know, from a, from a daily perspective, like, you know, I, I used to go home and like crack a beer and it was that, it was that um, repetitive motion on a daily basis that it, the, the motion meant more than, than the actual activity um, or the liquid. And so, you know, for me, like I replaced that beer with non-alcoholic beer and, you know, I, I like the beer just as much, if not more, and my day is far better. Um, so, you know, if you actually want to like switch things up, try and plug an athletic in where you had an alcoholic and see where it takes you. Yeah. Just a little food for thought for people listening that want to kind of get ahead in life and start want to be healthier. I got to say the worst thing about drinking is the hangovers the next day. <laughs> And you want to talk about a lack of productivity, a lack of energy, a lack of just, you feel like shit. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know about you, but personally, even if like, like the hangover, the headache part would last one to two days, but I felt it in the gym, even six, seven days after drinking. Yep. Yeah, no, I, I 
concur entirely. And another thing that people don't really think about is if you aren't drinking or aren't drinking as much, your sleep is so much better. You sleep more and deeper and, you know, just wake up revived. So yeah, it makes a world of difference. <laughs> and you can get more done, accomplish more of your goals. I mean, it's the new year. So we talked about in the previous episode about smart goals and all how, you know, you can start planning, set these short-term goals and really push yourself. So take that. Don't drink as much, even if it's cutting back one or two beers, whatever it is, you don't want to go to extremes and accomplish your goals and live a better life. I mean, that what's better than that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you know, there's, there's nothing negative about that. It's a, it's all positive change. So absolutely. And Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of Health and Fitness Redefined. Don't forget, subscribe to our show and join us next week as we take a dive into this ever-changing field. And remember, fitness is a journey, not a destination. Thanks so much for coming on, John. It was great having you. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. For us, we know what it's like to feel unhealthy, depressed, and downright defeated. We want to show others there is a right way. And through fitness, you could do anything you set your mind to. Fitness can give you that motivation, confidence, energy you need to bridge that mental gap and prevent you from missing important life events. We understand it's about feeling better, living longer, and being good examples for our kids. We understand this because we live it. And for us, That's the redefined difference.